Hello and welcome to Is Riverdale Good, the weekly podcast where we recap each episode of Riverdale and explore ships, theories, casting news, official press, juicy off-screen rumors, and answer the question on everyone's mind. Is Riverdale actually good? This episode of Riverdale oh, was literally what? amazing, Chris. Thank you for asking. I have a lot of thoughts. I agree. I'm Chris, and with me as always is my partner in life, love, and podcasting, Brittany. Hello. Yes. This week we're talking about oh. the most epic episode of Riverdale yet, Chapter 15, Nighthawk. We just watched it twice in a row. <sighs> Could watch it twice and, more. And like, Refused to, t- to talk about anything deep other yep. than our crazy reactions. Yep. yep. Okay, let's just get this out of the way. Nighthawks, yep. y'all know, that's a 1942 oil on canvas painting. Just Google it. By like, Edward oh, Hopper. Yeah. It's, it's people the, in a diner late at night. Y'all know what it is. Everybody one, knows Nighthawks. It's been memed a couple times. There's one where like a polar bear throws a chair into the window. Yes, blah, blah, it is blah. his best known work. One of the most recognizable paintings in American art. And uh, it was sold in 1942 for $3,000. I wish I knew what that was in modern day dollars, but there's no time. There's no time. This there is, there's no time. When we last left off in the last episode, Fred was okay, but Grundy was murdered Y'all. with the bow Archie gave her. And everyone was probably very conflicted because I know I was. I yes. was like, finally, please leave. Indeed. But then I was like, the poetic justice of this is crazy and also like how did the killer know about I, the bow I still can tell contend I don't know if we need to kill her but I don't know I just a lot you don't of people, know if, oh, a lot we of needed to kill her. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, also last week had record-setting ratings for yeah, the show. Yeah, not surprised. Got like 2 million viewers. That was double You're welcome. what last season's highest rated episode. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're welcome, Those are everyone. all our listeners. <laughs> exactly. Good job, okay. everyone. Way to spread the word about Riverdale. But seriously, I feel like yeah. everyone we've talked to has been like, oh, I heard about that show. I guess I'll have to start watching it. And I feel like way more people are watching it now than exactly. did first season. It's amazing what a little Netflix can do. So true. So we start this episode just... Jughead narration, of course. Yes. Uh, Pops has been graffitied. They wrote like murder. Death Diner. Death Diner. That's what they yeah. wrote on it. I was like, okay. and Pops is like very emotionally affected by this. And I was like, yes, Pops, in the last episode, distraught. you literally said that windows had yeah. had bricks thrown through them during the, the riot. Riots. And someone puts a little graffiti on your wall and he's like, did you see what they did? I'm like, Pops, shape up. Listen, Pops has just had a lot. He's been going through a it's lot. A long Maybe life. he's just tired. You yeah, know? that's fair. Anyway. Okay, you're right. But the, yeah, it's the latest casualty in the town's ongoing battle against darkness the darkness is back y'all where's the darkness in riverdale clearly it's graffitiing uh pops anonymous which is weird because it's like it seems like the darkness is contained to this one guy who's shooting people up and now we've got people graffitiing the diner i mean what's up with that all this was happening before there was this murderer like with everybody turning on betty and the serpents oh i guess you're right yeah that's a good point anyway people in this town need to get hobbies (laughs) they are like really hurting for entertainment and uh not hobbies like jingle jangles but we'll get to that Anyway, then we're in Archie's kitchen. Fred is okay. He's up and walking around, but Archie... Archie's, like, going crazy, trying to do, like, two things. Did you notice that? He's yeah. like, oh, so much is happening. And it's like, I'm trying to, like Vegas is eating, yeah, and Vegas then he burns toast. And I'm like, those two things. Yeah, exactly. Archie, get um, it together. So Fred's okay, but Archie is chugging energy drinks in addition to all the other things he's doing. And Fred is like, isn't it a little early That's for that? That's probably why he was burning toast, because he's so jittery from all his energy drinks. That's true, because he hasn't been sleeping. Because which... he needs to stay awake with a baseball bat in the hall. <laughs> I was like, where is his mother? Yeah, exactly. Also, why don't we just have police like monitoring yeah, his house? What? You know? Oh my god. There's know. only one police officer in the entire town. That's why. Speaking of, uh, Archie gets a call from not him. <laughs> I love this. The sheriff's Y'all, office it rings comes Archie's up phone. As sheriff's office on his phone, which means he like put it in as a contact, which Ooh. I love. Yeah. 
Then he answers the phone, like goes around the corner up to the stairs. He's like, bye dad, later. Like glad you're alive. Not going to spend quality time with you. <laughs> going to try to figure out what this what this murderer did. Yep. And he's like, no, deputy. I called to talk to the sheriff. <laughs> Where's the sheriff? I love how he's like, deputy, stop wasting my time. You are clearly worthless. <laughs> like someone is calling him back, but he's like, no. And that deputy's like, not you. as hard as I can. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I guess I mis- was mistaken. There's two police officers yeah, exactly. in town. exactly. At least two police officers. But one is, no one cares about him. True. He's just very incompetent, I guess. Yeah. Uh, then we go to the Pembroke's oh, lobby. Veronica's like, go, literally goes, TTFN Smithers. <laughs> ta-ta, ta-ta for ta-ta, now. Ta-ta for now, Smithers. And he's like, oh, Miss Veronica, you might want to take the side exit. She's like, why? And then he just stares at her for a second. And then the door opens. And none other than one Hiram Lodge with a weird tribal tattoo on his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, what's up with the tattoo? I was like, is this like a classier Southside Serpents tattoo? Mm. It's like, oh, yeah. Why, Smithers? Why would she want to take the side entrance? I was like, how did he hear that from outside those yeah. giant doors? Excellent That's question. creepy. Excellent question. And then she's like, okay, well, I'm busy. And he's like, you leave before I get in. Because yeah, you, you, you don't get home see after me. I'm asleep. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm going to go by. Yeah, and he says, all I want to do is eat dinner as a family. And she's like, no, <laughs> How I'm about sorry, never? I'm busy. Uh, let me quote the New Yorker cartoon. How about never? Does also, never work for you, father? Don't quote New Yorker cartoons, Veronica. That's just, she's from New York, Chris. Yeah, but... No. That's her hometown. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm just glad there's somebody out there who likes New Yorker cartoons. They yeah. get kind of a bad rap. Anyway, then we go to our favorite spot, the outdoor lunch tables at school. I remember the pictures of this coming out when they were shooting oh, yeah? this in Vancouver. Yeah, because everyone was like freaking out about... Because they're just out in a park with a yep. chain link fence separating them from the hordes of fans. So everybody was like, we saw them, we saw yeah. them. But anyway, that's the scene, you guys, <laughs> yep. that was out on Instagram like months ago. There it is. The pieces are falling into place. Uh, yes. So at the table, Jughead is lamenting Pop's closing. Archie is still a little shaken up about everything. But Betty is having none of it. She's like, I'm not letting a psycho with a gun win. That's our place. And then uh, Jughead literally goes, Betty, I can't take on any more social issues right now. <laughs> okay. Speaking the words of everyone's <laughs> yeah. It's like been my life since yeah. the last past year. I can't take yep. on any more social issues. Uh, and she's like, okay, well, I'll take point on this. I'm like, when have you not taken point yeah, exactly. on anything <laughs> that ever? That is your job. Your role, Betty, is point taker. I'm pretty sure Archie never took point on anything. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> like, are you serious? <laughs> I'll, let, Ar- I'm like, I'll let our audience like make the grumpy laughable. jokes yeah, about that. Yeah. Hell. Um... <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I'll take point. And Veronica's like, oh, an excuse not to go home and see my terrible parents? Like, yeah, I'm going to help too. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jughead says, another B&V uh, team up. Ugh. They should make a video game about you guys. I'm like, I see what you're doing, Riverdale. And yes, I will buy the video game yep. if that's what you're saying. Indie me. developers, where are you at? We're ready for it. Even if it's a little like I RPG maker. I would love it. It would. It would it could just be a Betty and Veronica video game. Yeah. And then like the side, it'd be like the Nancy Drew video games where like the side Hus- mm. the side stuff that doesn't really matter that's like superfluous uh-huh. to the game quest. that you can interact with for fun is like Archie and Jughead but like that would it's be funny. just Betty and Veronica that would be fun the side missions are yeah. like get burgers for Jughead right. no like, no tell it's Archie like you meet to them stop for hanging a date, out with Miss Grundy but then they have to like leave to do important stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah listen like get some makeouts and then like live your life to the fullest also I I, pre- I don't want right? to predict it's going to happen but it should happen I would love it we need to look into it you should make it I'll see what I can do. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to look into it. <laughs> I'm on it. Great. Uh, we'll start pitching it around. Exactly. So then we go to the sheriff's station where Archie has oh, been like... Yeah, we also learned that FP has a terrible coin of 
court appointed lawyer. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. why they go to the sheriff station. Archie's it, that's like, why mm, I need to talk to the real sheriff, yeah, not the deputy sheriff. And Jughead's like, I gotta talk to them about this terrible lawyer. Yeah. So Archie catches Keller as he's walking in the door and is basically like, Why haven't <laughs> well, you caught this guy? He's like, the Look, wallet. I have him on a flyer. How hard is it for you to find this guy? Look, a crude drawing of him. Have you seen this man? I've been Come passing on. it around town. What's going on? I love the sheriff is like, We've been working on this so hard. Essentially, like, didn't say this, but it's like, Oh, we haven't been sleeping. We haven't been like eating yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Archie's like, I've been working hard too. Yeah. I've been putting around these flyers all over town. I drew this flyer of a masked <laughs> man. Like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. So he says, Listen, the wallet is still missing. So he still right. has the information. Don't forget the wallet. This is like Chekhov's wallet. No, it's I'm come like, back. He knew he was a pop. He's, he knows where he lives, probably. It's true. I don't know. And then Archie makes the most Archie suggestion. He says, Let me go out with the deputies on patrols, which is like, What? No, You're like, not no even police 18. officer would ever yeah. allow yeah. that. Yeah, okay, ridiculous. kid. Like, yeah, instead yeah, of like ride a ride along, you will give you a gun and you can come too. Yeah, like, exactly. what? You're not trained at all. So then they get interrupted when Keller gets a little uh, buzz on his walkie talkie. That says, we got a 53 in Greendale. And he's mm, like, oh, okay. wonder what that could be. Is it murder? Is it murder? Is it murder? It's Grundy. Uh, we know for sure there was at least one murder. That's correct. Who knows what's going on in Greendale? Maybe it's Sabrina again. Oh. They're like, oh, there's some weird witchcraft Sabrina. in Greendale. Yeah. Off screen. Could be. Yeah, 53 is the police code for witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> then we go to the jail. Uh, FP is being offered a deal, but everything he did was mm. so egregious that it's still going to be 20 years. Yeah, the we... lawyer is like, this is a, this is like, you need to take this because I've been, I've been at this game a long time. It doesn't get better very, than this deal. Very good deal. Very competitive <laughs> guys, deal. Cole, Cole got like real Cole, I think aggressive you... in this scene. Maybe a little bit of overacting. It here. was a little much for me. When he's like, how many damn years to the lawyer? I was like, okay. Oh, boy. I know he's like very upset. Intense in that scene, you know? But yeah. Anyway, then he was we He doing go. that grizzled thing with his face that I feel like That's Lily true. told he him not to He was doing the looking do. through the eyebrows yes. thing. Yeah, it's true. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I guess it fits. It fit with the character, but it, it I laughed. Yeah, that, I feel like there might have been another take that was a little bit better. Probably. Just saying. I don't know. Anyway, then we go into uh, the the hallway in Archie's house, and uh, Archie. Yeah, he's like jerking awake in because he's asleep in the hallway with a baseball bat, and that's when I was like, again, where is your mother? Yeah, like, why? Like, take shifts with somebody. Are man. you doing you gotta this? Sleep. You gotta yeah. Sleep. Oh God. So he hears the killer coming to the back door, but oh wait, it's not the killer. It's just literally. Okay. Who's walking in the back door? He just needed a friend. Almost gets hit in the head with the bat, but Jughead stops him. Uh, He's like, whoa, whoa. And Jughead says, hey, man, I'm just really scared for my dad. He's going to be facing 20 years. Yeah. It's real bad. He said, if he doesn't take the deal, he's going to be facing 40 years. Yeah. If it goes I'm to like, trial. I'm like, that is yeah. so long. But I guess he did he do did a lot of stuff. He did dump a body and obstruct it's like justice. like perjury and all that and all stuff. That I'm stuff. like, wow, that yeah, stuff really exactly. adds up. It does. Jeez. Yeah. These are not minor How crimes, How is it that, like, rapists never go to jail, but F.P. Jones is going to go to jail <sighs> for 20 years for being like, no, I didn't do that. Anyway, this is that's, Riverdale. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that's so yeah, true. Exactly. Uh, so Archie says he's also scared, but he's scared about the fact that he is hallucinating this murderer, yeah. like, every five minutes. It probably has something to do with the fact that he hasn't been sleeping and he mm-hmm. keeps drinking energy drinks. That's probably it. Just and he's also scared. And that, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. All three of those things. And he was like, a gun was held to his head. Adrenaline is a hell of a drug. Then we get the title card. Title card. Then we go to Betty's room. Betty 
notices that uh, Archie has not been sleeping in his room, lets Veronica know about it. Veronica says, uh, it's time for me to intervene. Yeah. So she goes over to Archie's house. No shirt, Archie answers the door. He's like, hello, You're it's welcome, me again. everyone. Uh, and they walk to school together. Uh, and he confesses that he's been guarding the house. That's why he hasn't been sleeping. She's like, oh, as long as you're not cheating on me, that's fine. No, just kidding. She's like, you know what? When I was going through this really t- that really tough time in New York, I saw a therapist every week to talk yep. it over. And she's like, I'm not saying that you need to find a therapist. I was like, are there even therapists in Riverdale? Probably That's Alice Cooper point. should go to one too. <laughs> Everyone yeah. in this town should go to a therapist. Therapy Listen, if they don't have a therapist, one should start up there because they would make a killing because literally everyone needs therapy in this town. But anyway, she's like, if you don't want to go to a therapist, you can just go maybe talk to like the school the counselor. school counselor. Also, Archie rolls his eyes at it. And I got to say, don't poo-poo therapy. Yeah, sir. Nobody Hashtag should... mental health awareness. Exactly. Like, let's go. Yeah. No, there's no need to be like, ugh, a therapist. Everyone like, should go to therapy like yeah. at least once in their life. Exactly. It's a legitimate thing. So. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but I guess it's like, oh, you know, he's got to be Archie. Oh, my. How dare I talk to other people about my feelings? Yeah. Exactly. Are, I'm a man. Who is a professional a that could tell me like that these feelings are normal and give me strategies to deal with them and not judge me in a safe space. Exactly. Oh, I don't I'm a man. do that. I don't talk about my problems. That's Except the with my girlfriend. That's the problem. Yeah. Anyway, then we go to town hall. Uh, Bughead ambushes the mayor. We're like, hey, guess they, what? Um, we would love for you to like make Pops a landmark or yep. like endorse it in some way. And Mayor McCoy is like, no, I hate Pops, essentially. She's like, <laughs> she much. literally goes, what if I endorse it? And then next week, someone else is shot there. I'm like, okay, so you're not going to try to solve the problem that right. someone was shot. You're just like, mm, I better not say anything good about this place just in case more violence surrounds it. It's no true. way to prevent it, <laughs> but I'm just not going to say that I like it. So I'm not going to yeah. do that. And she's like, if we have to close it, I'm all about it. And he's like, okay, well, could you at least like try to call the state's you know, attorney and try to get my dad a better yeah, lawyer. Exactly. And she's On like, ha ha ha, la 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 la, your dad is terrible. I will not be doing that ever. Yeah, I can't <laughs> associate myself with Pops. I really can't associate right? myself I'm with like, that Pete okay, Jones. she's not into this, which to be fair, like, mm, she's like a political figurehead. She probably like shouldn't be Listen, getting involved. If this were from her point of view, everyone would be like, you know what, you're right. making the right calls. Yeah, you know? she'd be like, this is inappropriate. Exactly. <laughs> But I need to be above these things as the town representative. But anyway, Jughead is like, you remember this moment, Mayor McCoy. And I was like, whoa, Ooh, sir. And you can and see that on Betty's face, too. She's like, she's like okay, all right, Jug, yeah. that's we should talk in the car. Like, can, can you not <laughs> exactly do this, please? Uh, and he's like, this, you'll, you need to remember this day because this is the day you turned your back on Pops and my dad. I was like, she don't care. Yeah, it's like she's got bigger she's fish like, to fry. Correct, right. She's that's get, fine she's with getting me. duffel bags full of cash right Don't she doesn't care yeah exactly uh then we go to the school uh, we're at the lockers y'all we meet midge is here midge is here y'all and reggie gets more than like one line yeah Re- reggie is a big part of I'm this episode super super into charles you like new reggie? reggie i like new reggie yeah i think he's good the characters like they're just giving him a lot more in this season than yeah. they did last season. Too. And he's playing this new iteration of Reggie quite well. What is the new iteration of Re- <laughs> Tell Reggie? Tell us more about toxic masculinity, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is toxic masculinity. This is just him being... Posturing. Yeah, being yeah. a crazy person. So Midge comes over and she's like, hey, uh, tell me about the jingle jangle. <laughs> tell me more about the old jingle jangle that I've been hearing so much about. I'm, I'm sorry, like, oh, what? No. Oh, Why did we they choose this as down. the drug? You know what, though? I you kind of know, like it. I do, too. It's like maybe they didn't <laughs> want kids watching to think that drugs are cool, so they named it something 
something stupid. That's true. And didn't make good it point. like a real drug. I it's could like see kind that. of like ambiguous as to what this drug does. Also, Jingle Jangle is kind of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge at like it's kind of like what a drug would be called in the Happy Go Lucky you know Archie what? universe. That's a good point. You know, they're like, and then, we have to call it something nice. Let's call it Jingle Jangle. A little bit of a spoiler alert: we see somebody doing Jingle Jangle at the end, and it's a pixie stick. I'm into less, it. Which <laughs> I'm like, you're making this hard to resist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not, We're not into, into the drug at all. But it is interesting that they're making it like a, a candy, yeah. like a fun, Classic. whimsical thing. It's, that's a very interesting twist on it. But anyway, yeah, I I think we laughed for about 25 minutes at the fact that we are the fact that Jingle the show is real. doubling yeah. down on Jingle Jangle. We Double thought it down. was a throwaway line last week, but no, no that was foreshadowing oh. of the huge role Jingle Jangle is going to play. If in only this Sheriff Keller knew he had hit the nail on the head when he was exactly. just listing off drugs. He's like, oh, it could be the heroin, it could be the cocaine, it could be the Jingle Jangle, it could right. be this, it could be this. I'm like, it's a Jingle Jangle, Sheriff. It's yeah. a Jingle Jangle. First we have the bath salts, now we got oh Jingle Jangle. God, What's going what on? is next? But yeah, he's she's like, oh hey, like let me get this jingle jangle like what do you know about it and yeah. he's like uh i know enough to know that you shouldn't be like saying it loudly in school and i also know i can hook you up with some yeah i can get you like, some of that yes so she th- wants it for herself and for moose yes her boyfriend oh my uh so we all remember from the last season who tried to hook up with kevin that's yes, her boyfriend that's correct bisexual whatever hey uh then uh reggie bumps into archie and he's like hey man you look pretty rough and archie says yeah you (laughs) know just kind of tired no he says you look like you look like my nuts after football (laughs) practice as he like eyes this girl in the hallway i was like what is happening i i loved it for the character i I loved it i don't know what that i was like oh man reggie you know there are these like, things you look called terrible. cups that that's are, probably what that he protect. I don't know. I was like, I don't know what he's saying. Maybe he does. Maybe he's so badass know. that he's like, no, I... free balling. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway, Gross. he goes, uh, Reggie, like, I need something to help me stay up. And Reggie goes, I know what it is. I got that jingle jangle. It'll <laughs> keep you up. Let all me get you that sweet, sweet jingle jangle. Oh, man. Yeah. So he says, I'll get you some of that. Reggie, I'm like, anymore, what man. is the commission you're getting? Because he was like pushing this jingle jangle. Really, it, well, the demand is high for the jingle jangle. I guess that's so, true. I don't know. Is that how, I guess by the time you buy drugs, you're paying like a huge profit margin. Because I'm like, okay, so the, the just. I'm like, how do drugs work? I'm bad at this. So I'm like, okay, so like the person that makes the drugs sells it to like the kingpin of the drug industry and they like Uh sell it to them for a markup, I assume. And then they give it to their people to sell Uh for a markup. And then Reggie is the one who buys it from that person and then he sells it for a markup to the kids at Riverdale. So I'm like, whoo, y'all paying like triple what this stuff is worth. If you make it yourself, you can make a lot, save a lot of money. That is the way everything works though. I mean, (laughs) just say it. Okay, now that you say it like that, I'm like, okay. I'm just thinking out loud for the first time. Fair. This episode has been very shook. I'm just like, know, wait, are, how does we are both very how shook. Do selling and making <laughs> items work? Let's think about how we're all paying way too much, and we should all just be like the Amish and make our own furniture yeah. and clothes. We could save a lot of money. We could never be in any photographs or watch any TV, yep. but we'd have a lot of money. <laughs> the problems at Riverdale are just oh making us God. think of very outside the box solutions. Yes, what can I say? Wow, that was bad. Well, <laughs> 
You're fine. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> then we go to the blue and gold. Uh, Betty says, listen, got the solution, guys. We need to th- yes. do a throwback party to win Pops first Retro open. Retro party. Yep. Veronica says, uh, why this hill to die on, Okay, Betty? like, are you doing something else? Betty says, like, what else you got going on? Uh, let me bring you into some flashbacks to episode one. Right? It's where I was talking to Archie. It's where I met you. It's also where I met you, Kevin. Uh, footage was not found for that incident. <laughs> footage 404. Yeah. Error. Footage not found. Uh, all our memories are there. And she's there. like, also Jug. And it's the scene of them kissing in the booth after she like told him about her darkness problem. Hey. And I was like, oh, my favorite scene of season one. She says, maybe I can save this for Jughead. Yeah, because he's going to lose his dad and it's going to be really sad. And they're like, yes. oh, okay, that's like nice and poignant. Then all of a sudden the door swings open. It's Hiram Lodge with Hiram. yellow friendship roses, much like the ones that Veronica brought for Benny in season one. Oh, and then she looks up and she goes, Daddy? And then Betty and Kevin both go, Daddy? And you can, okay. And Chris laid on the floor like he was dead. You'll because have to, you'll it have was to Instagram the picture. Amazing. Because I was dead. Because he fell off the couch and went face down and stayed there. I just the lied there break. for a couple of minutes because. <laughs> The, okay, y'all know okay. Daddy is the the like inside joke that right. through season one. If you didn't know it, everybody, everybody know it Offset is. is joking about Daddy because some people. I think on it was like internet. Cammy and Lily were saying something on set about how like dating an older guy is called. You people call oh, him like really? a daddy. Is that where it started? Yeah, okay. and they were like, oh, I think how it started was they told KJ and Cole like, oh, uh, we just want to date the daddies, and then KJ and Cole were like <laughs> sad about it. So then <laughs> they started trying to say that they were daddies. This is unconfirmed reporting. Yeah, I don't know. This is like mumblings from the internet. So mm-hmm. then they were like, oh, we're daddy, we're daddy. And they were like, no. And then they were like having these Twitter polls that was like, who's the most daddy on set? And then Lily kept winning everything. And then Cole was like, it's because I voted for her like a million times. <laughs> He's like a Lily stan about daddy. As we all know, Lily is the most daddy. Cammy is yes, also yes. rather daddy. Lily and Cammy are daddy. KJ is not daddy. Cole is, is not, not daddy. daddy at all. And where, where does everybody else stand? That's it. I bet Lily and Cammy are daddy. I bet FP is pretty daddy too. I'm just saying. I think so. That's too weird though because he really right, is a daddy. Right, he's actually so we can't a dad. Talk about yeah. Lily is daddy, but then they, or old enough to be a dad. They at least. do these like uh, they just say them in the weirdest voices. They're like daddy, daddy, yeah, daddy. Uh, if you've seen the what Cosmopolitan, was it? Cosmopolitan? Uh, interview with Lily and. Camila doing their like question and answers about the best friends. Yeah. Just like daddy. Meme queen making another meme so with daddy good. right there. Um, so anyway, this, daddy was present in this episode. This is why Riverdale is good though. Like this is the <sighs> kind of stuff I want. This subtle wink wink nudge nudge. We hear you fans. It's so good. We're listening to you. As soon as I saw it, that's why it I fell out of like my chair. makes you feel like you have like a chair. secret like connection to the show. Right. And, it's, and you're like, oh, I'm cool because like I know this joke. Right. It's not so much that it's like totally breaking the fourth wall looking into the camera and being like, ha ha, we heard you. Because well, it fits with the episode, so right. it could easily have worked, even if that wasn't a thing. Exactly. It was just a perfect play by the writers, so. Hats off. Good job. R-A-S. Good job, Great everyone. Job. Yep. And everybody, and every other Everybody, writer. the whole room. Yeah. Uh, so then we go outside. Hiram has a little chat with Veronica. It's like, please, Veronica, give me another chance yeah. as your father. Exactly. <laughs> he says, I want things to go back to the way they were. Uh, Try to meet me halfway here. And she's like, no I do. want to, but I can't. She says daddy like three more times mm-hmm. in the scene. She's like, don't you think I want to, daddy? I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> and she's like, blindfolds off, daddy. Can't put it back on. Yep. I was like, that was weirdly sexual. <laughs> 
little, little Fifty Shades Almost of Grey stuff right. there. Uh, and uh, he says, hey, were you planning a dance or something? And she's like, it's just a fundraiser for Pop's dad. And he's like, well, let me know if I can help. And she's like, all right. We'll see what happens with that. Bye. Then we go to a parking lot where Jughead is meeting with a Southside serpent called Tall Boy. Y'all, just the same serpent as before. The one with the long hair. Correct. We found out his name is Tall Boy. Yep. Tall Boy. Tall Boy. I was like, are we sure? Yes. Yep. Well, the closed captioning on Tall Boy confirmed. Tall Boy confirmed. <laughs> yeah. So they're chatting. Jug says, we need to bust my dad I out know. of prison. He's like, how about when they try to move my dad, we can bust him out of jail. The security is like less than it is at uh, like Southside South High, High or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, you're crazy. <laughs> Tall Boy's like, you've seen Escape from Alcatraz a few too many times, bro. And he's like, what your dad needs is a snake handler say what all right sounds weird we'll circle back to that then we go to vixen's practice ah yes. oh, we're back at vixen's I love practice this. isn't it nice the normalization of the town it's just like oh and we have to be a cheerleading practice yep. all this stuff's happening but can't miss cheerleading we're back priorities people uh so guess what josie is now oh, on love. the vixen she's like Thank yeah goodness. i'm happy to join as long as i can be in front yep and <laughs> a girl uh, after my own heart. Was it just me or did I see a few sparks between Josie and Cheryl, perhaps? They are best friends. I don't know if that was like a friendly thing where she's like, oh my gosh, thanks for letting me on the squad without auditioning because of nepotism. Uh huh. Or if it was like the opening of sexuality mm -hmm. on the show. I don't know. Once again, Riverdale could be either one. Yep. <laughs> could go either could way. Could go either way. I'm just saying, I'm not missing Bughead again. I'm not missing another potential relationship. <laughs> I've missed Every enough. time someone makes eye contact, Chris is like, is, is this, this a, a couple? Now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, by the way, Cheryl has taken back the River Vixens. Oh, yeah. She's like, they were never really yours, Veronica. Come yeah. On. And she says, I did not emerge from Sweet Rotter River to allow my Vixens to sling milkshakes. That was when... Uh, Betty asks, hey, can you, mm. uh, can the Vixens help out with this retro night we're doing? And Cheryl says, no. She's like, I did not emerge from the frozen icy depths of Sweetwater River and the fiery fire of Thornhill so we could sling milkshakes. Oh, Cheryl, I've missed your verboseness. <laughs> Double cherry on top, no, Chris. And then Betty's like, all right. And she yeah. just leaves. <laughs> bye bye. Like, okay, bye. Exactly. Uh, then we go to school. This is weird. Yep. Pre okay, Principal Weatherby. Mm-hmm. I almost said President Weatherby. It's not right. Mm -hmm. Principal Weatherby is standing in front of like Archie's homeroom class. Yep. To make an announcement. I'm mm -hmm. like, why are you not making an announcement over the intercom like you did last year or like last time when Jason was murdered? I know. Why, why. are you only telling one classroom that Miss Grundy was found murdered in her home in Greendale? I'll tell you why. Why? So that we could have that epic crane in camera shot on Archie's well, face done as that he says it. Uh, yeah, I guess that's I know. True. He could have done, we could have done that over the intercom, but I was like, I don't know. It just makes it more intense that he's actually there. And is So Archie, right. after he hears it, gets up and walks out and he's like, Mr. Andrews. It's like, oh, the chaos. It just makes it more I, chaotic. I love how, yeah, you're right. I love how Weatherby was like, I know like the last thing he said was like, I know some of you will be very like emotionally affected by this. And then Archie with like tears in his eyes gets up from his desk and runs out and he's like, Mr. Andrews. What are like you he's doing? surprised yeah, that exactly. he's leaving. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you answered your own question there, sir. You were sniffing around that last season, Weatherby. Like, you knew something weird was That's up true. with them. Come on. Like, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, where's he been with all this other I know. stuff going on? Okay. No. Archie's PTSD is real. That's true. He's very. getting a lot more flashbacks of, like, him with Grundy and, like, you know, saying Yeah, a lot of flashbacks and stuff. And holding, touching fingertips with her and I vomited. Touching. So gross. 
Uh, then we go to Archie's living room, and uh, he says, Dad, they are going after the people Dad, I care about. This is clearly all yeah. about me. <laughs> Archie makes there it can all be about him yet no again. No possible other explanation. I am the reason for all this chaos. And Fred is literally like, no, can you stop doing that? He's like, Dan, Mrs. Grundy was killed right across the river. And Fred's like, yeah, it's terrible. And then he just kind of like <laughs> stares into space. He like is very unaffected. That's true. He's like, like son, okay. you're just scared. He's like, son, get people uh, get murdered all the time. It happens. Like, this is Riverdale, son. You think, And to think, you wanted to go live in Chicago? You can't handle this. <laughs> can't handle the truth, kid. Yeah. Um, so he says, Dad, don't you want to find out who did this? And Fred is kind of like, just like, meh, meh. Eh. Then we go to a tattoo parlor. Oh, and I was like, where is this? Are these fun sets coming from? And I, know, I was like, right? oh, the South Side south of side. town. The South Side has, you Y'all, have the South Side the south looks, side. right? Yeah, the South Side looks super fun. Yeah. I'm in. I love it. the music going on in this tattoo parlor. It's, it's, it's like, let me get some more of that. Yeah, someone's getting like a, you know, an S serpent tattoo on their bicep and Jughead walks in. Like he it's... owns the place. And he's like, hey, I'm looking for Penny Peabody. I'm like, I love how like even people that are like on the seedy side yeah. are like alliterative cute names <laughs> i thought the same thing so they're like oh she's in the back so she's the snake charmer y'all she has her office in the tattoo parlor because she likes to be close to her clients which are all the serpents she was a serpent she's like hey check out my little baby one like on the inner part of my forearm like a weird baby darth dark mark i was like what Quick interjection I bet Alice Cooper has one of those, like, on her ankle or something. She got that removed for sure. Or she puts makeup <laughs> on it every day. Well, yeah, maybe that. I'll buy that. We had to see Alice Cooper in, a sh- in the shower, and there's just snakes all over her. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be pretty intense, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's like, yeah, they, they put me through college. They put me through law school. And Jughead's like, oh, that's smart. So they could have somebody on retainer who's on the inside. And she's like, you just said out loud what we both already knew. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. I was cracking up <laughs> at the idea of, like, the Southside Serpent Scholarship Fund, though. Right. Right? They're like, okay, we need one doctor, one mechanic, one yeah, lawyer. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she says, oh, I always knew, FP Bragg, that you were smart. Listen, mm-hmm. I've heard, I know your dad, and I know the deal that you're, they're offering your dad is garbage. It's garbage. And Jughead's like, finally, someone else understands. The yeah. deal is garbage. Exactly. Yes. She's like, there are no loopholes, but mm-hmm. if you get the victims to forgive him in front of a judge, maybe that will get him time served with parole. Jughead says, that's great. I'm going to get to work on that right now. That's what Hiram Lodge got, so I don't see why FP can't get that. True. FP's a way better dad than Hiram. Then Jughead says, do I pay you now or something? And she goes, no. I did you a favor. You owe me a favor. No. Should have paid her. (laughs) Probably. Probably, it makes but sense, we don't know though. that yet. Well, but it, he's been doing a lot of favors. It does seem like a li- I mean, but it does seem a little like murmur. It does. It does. You, know? you do have so, the vibe of, vibe of like, uh. kind of seems like she's been around the block and he's like, oh, what do I do now? And she's like, oh, no. Whereas if he had gone in and said, thank you for the advice, here's some money, she would have just taken the money and he wouldn't have owed her anything. That's true. But he is a sweet BB child and did not know that. So now he's indebted to her and yeah. she seems sketchy. We get that vibe, but we don't get the full implication of that till a little bit later, I don't think. Then we cut to... I felt it because I read about her character and it said... Oh, that, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, Before cool, the cool. season aired and it was like... Jughead makes a deal with someone that he, like, probably shouldn't have done Ah, that. okay. See, again, I'm missing things that other people already know about. Yep. Uh, Speaking of things people already know about, Archie is at the Cooper house. He explains to Alice. He goes to Alice for help. Like, she's going to be like, yes, Archie. 
when just in the last episode, yet again, she tried to get uh, Betty to delete yeah. Archie from her <laughs> Block phone. Block him. Block yeah, his exactly. Uh, so Archie explains that he thinks the murders are linked mm. and says, hey, Alice, can you dig up some deets on Remember Grundy's death? that time that you got into Jason's autopsy? Can you, like, <laughs> get into Miss Grundy's autopsy? And she's like, uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to give that <laughs> ghoulish friend of mine a call. <laughs> and then Archie's like, okay, cool, thanks. And he leaves. <laughs> Alice is like, Betty, spreading yourself a little thin as the patron state of lost causes she's like oh also pops is uh pop is selling the chocolate shop say what to an anonymous buyer oh i'm ring any bells i love how alice cooper has all these bombshells and she just keeps dropping them one after one on betty she's like oh you think you're doing something good how about this and it's like it's the war of attrition between alice and betty now uh, but also, as soon as she said Pops was up for sale, I was like, oh, we got another anonymous buyer. I know, and it was another anonymous buyer. <laughs> what in the world? Uh, Who could it be now? So yeah, so Pop Tates is up for sale. The mm. clock is ticking on it. What do the lodges want with Pops? Because you just assume it's them because Correct. anonymous buyer. I'm like, what are y'all trying to do? I guess you think like, I, I mean, we're going to get to this in a second. Yeah. Like in so, two seconds. Uh, Veronica is on the same page as us. She yeah. marches into the dining room. Of Smithers the takes her decoration. She walks in. She gets a phone call. And Smithers is like, I got this. <laughs> she answers the phone call from Betty and she's like, what? And she <laughs> runs upstairs and she just confronts the fam. And she says, basically, are you buying pops to buy my favor? Like, yeah. oh, uh, Veronica wants a pops to be saved. I guess we'll just buy it for her. her Hiram, True that. Hiram says, we did not do that. Let's sit down and talk. And... Let my let me explain myself. Let me get a and fair my hearing. Exactly. She's like, great. Let's talk. Let's talk about how um, Mr. Andrews didn't sell his portion of the project, and then one day later he was shot. Was that you? And oh, Hiram was oh. like, uh, no, no, was not. Strong deny. Yep. And she says, I protected you, Dad, but then you send me this letter mm. saying that Mom could get in trouble if. Yeah, the I don't letter testify that on he your behalf. sent threatening her mom and threatening her in the last season. She has it in her bag conveniently. Yep. She's probably been carrying it around just in case he found it and like destroyed it. She didn't yep. have it anymore. She's, She's like, I defended you always. I always said, my dad's not that bad. You can forgive him. But then when I got this letter, I knew that I could never do it. And she like throws it over at Hermione and she's like, this is who you married. This is a letter threatening you. Like, this is ridiculous. And Hermione like takes a long, hard look at this letter. And I was like, oh, there she is again doing her Hiram note. Oh, Hiram why yeah. thing in her, in her inside her head she like looks at it she looks really angry she like looks at Hiram and then she like looks back at Veronica and is like yeah your father didn't write this letter I wrote this letter what I was like oh what really I was like they are turning Hermione in this season they really are from what like, they what did it's been from, a quick one it's like when Alice Cooper all of a sudden you were like oh yeah, that's Poor true. Poor Alice. That's true. Alice's turnaround was not as quick or as severe as yeah, this. Yeah, this is like, like all of a sudden she's just like in Hiram's pocket. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, it was me because I knew you needed to testify for your father so we yep. could be a family and like make it work and like things would get better. I manipulated and, uh, you. Ha ha lol. Yeah. And Hiram like, have this she like now. reaches out to hold Hiram's hand and he's like, yeah, she did it for us so we could be a family. <laughs> Veronica's like, you two deserve each other. Yeah. Well said, Goodbye. Veronica. Well said. You freaks. Yep. Then <laughs> we cut to Thistle House, which is the new Thornhill. Mini Thornhill. Not that Thistle many. Thistle House. Get it? Like little baby thorns. Thistles. Oh, is that what the yeah. thistles are? Oh, I had no idea what thistles are. Yeah, right? Well, there you go. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, so 
it's it's Bughead, y'all. And Jughead's like, okay, so this isn't exactly downsizing because it's like a really a nice, like ivy-colored big house, covered big house. And uh, Cheryl opens the door and she goes, hobo, bride of hobo, <laughs> welcome to Thistle House. She like doesn't even care. She's super into it. She's like, oh, come on in. Mother's in the conservatory, of course. So. I sit down at this like dinner table and it's just like this huge greenhouse. I mean, I guess yeah, it's, it's a conservatory, so yeah, there's but it plants. Looks creepy. But those are always creepy. You know what it looks like is did you never? I don't think you ever watched the series of unfortunate events series on Netflix. No. In the like middle three episodes, uh-huh. they're at their uncle's house and he lives in like side a greenhouse and it's like the uh, same thing. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, they're, they're creepy. Kind of creepy. They're kind of creepy if you let them get yeah, decrepit. Yeah, exactly. So decrepit. you know, she's like, oh, thanks for like letting us sit down and she's like oh it's no problem betty your family and i was like awkward oh, reminder what? about the past no oh, yeah, god she's, so she's weird like, speaking of family um isn't polly about to pop with these babies like where is she yeah where is hello polly and the baby's sisters of any day mercy. now I yeah i was like mm-hmm. <laughs> hal is gone too mysteriously yep so they say jughead says hey listen will you forgive fp yeah. for what he did we need you to do that Cheryl retorts, he did not show us mercy, to which Betty says, listen, it's not like he's the one who killed Jason. That was your dad. Remember? Remember Remember that that was your dad who was dead now? And (laughs) Penelope is like, I would watch FP fry in the electric chair if I could. I was like, wow, that's intense. She's having none of it. Yeah. Cheryl's like, I'm not going to have a living, breathing reminder walking the streets of what happened to my brother. Of the darkest chapter of my life. (sighs) So sad. So Bughead leaves. And Betty's like, well, what do we do? Jughead's like, I mean, we could do blackmail or extortion. And if they weren't literally an orphan and a widow, I would do it. And then they like walk away. Great point, Jug. Great point. Yeah. Then we show up at the coroner's office. Guys, the creepy guy is back. They got the same guy they from got season him. one. They got him I'm for so season happy. two, y'all. I literally love creepy coroners. Not in real life, but in shows. They're the best. And he's like, ooh, attention to the marks on the body again. You've been I watching the, too much Bones. It's so good. I love it the first season. And he's like, move closer to the body. But this, <laughs> oh this yeah, season, that that was good. That yeah. was really good. And he's like, okay, you know, clearly she was strangled. The ligatures yeah, on her neck, like, neck. yeah. That he was like, this was a crime of passion, of crime hatred. Of passion. That he wanted to feel her struggle as she died, is what the coroner said. And then Alice Cooper's just like, whatever. Hands him a st- like an envelope of bills, and he's like, did you know the victim? And she's like. Nah. Nah. She leaves. I'm out. She's bam. Hilarious. I love how she's got envelopes of cash ready care. to I go. I love it. She's like, all right, sure. Yeah, also, I'll the journalistic integrity of the Riverdale Register, though, mm, going downhill a little bit if we're paying sources. Anyway, that's a different podcast as well. It's and, just access, Chris. Just paying for access. Yeah, also very ethically <laughs> dubious. Anyway, <laughs> then we're in Archie's kitchen, and guess what? The murderer's back. So Archie oh, no. runs outside, tackles him to the ground. Yeah, and- just on his front porch, there's a guy in a hooded jacket oh wait first it was jughead now it's reggie just playing a prank just a prank it's a prank bro prank bro prank bro come on bro where's your sense of humor it's a prank he's like it's just me delivering your uppers he's like but clearly you don't need them so i get to just him delivering the jingle jangle very true and then he's like what you gonna just tackle this random murderer and archie's like uh yeah and he's like okay but like he has a gun archie One one whole gun this guy has. Exactly. You brought a baseball bat to a gunfight. You stupid, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And so Archie's like, hmm. Archie's like, you know, we'll solve about this problem. That comment. I should probably get a gun. Yeah, 
Maybe. Then we cut to the Andrews living room. Alice is debriefing the Andrews men nice. on the Grundy autopsy. Nice. Uh, it seems, bottom line, No it sign seems- of forced entry. She probably knew her killer. The bow was the murder weapon. Yep. And Archie is like, flashback of him giving her the bow. Indeed. And But she's like, the likelihood of them being connected is really slim. Different town, different murder weapon, different vibe. Yep. And Archie says his new line, which is going to replace, <laughs> yeah. I want to do football and music, which is, everybody's going to think I'm crazy if Poor I say what Archie. I'm thinking. I know. Which is I'm true. I'm like, maybe they would, but I guess that's how he feels after this whole incident. But yeah. I'm like, maybe they wouldn't. Although, to be fair, everyone in town is very quick to dismiss this. I'm like, these are the kids that's that solved true. the murder like a week ago. <laughs> if we could give them like an ounce of credit now, that would be so great. Exactly. Because I feel like their instincts were on point. Yep. Last time. <laughs> That's true. Like one could say they ran point on the murder. <laughs> as one Betty one Cooper. One could say Betty Cooper yeah, ran, ran point, point on the murder. Um, and now they're trying to, to, they're trying the to run point tactic. again and everybody trying to hold them down again. I'm like, yo, come Classic on. Classic story. Let them, let a play a play. Let them do it. Yep. Tale as old as time in her. Oh, God. Then we cut to Pops where Pop explains that. Bughead's there having. Yeah. Bughead is having burgers. a meal there. And Pops explains that Chugmo. Ew. A liquor store is buying the diner, which Bevmo. every night. Na- <laughs> oh, I didn't even Did think, about, think that. about that. Yeah, but there's a liquor store chain in California called Bevmo and so Chugmo's. The name Bevmo is all right. Chugmo, beverage more, more beverages. Ch- yeah. Chugmo makes me incredibly it's sad. So gross. Every now and then, there's like a little thing that like is completely innocuous and probably just one of those things the writers threw in there, and I'm like, that makes me so depressed. And he's like, Chugmo's buying it. I was like, No, Bob's not Chugmo. That sounds gross. This is Bob's it's terrible. Um, so, oh God! Anyway, uh, Jughead shifts gears a little bit and says, "Hey, Pop, before you go out of business, will you make my dad his favorite meal before he goes to prison for probably forty years?" Whoa. Oh God! <laughs> before he eats the terrible meatloaf they feed yeah, the prisoners exactly. is what he said. I'm like, I don't even uh, know if they get meatloaf, but it's fine. Who knows? Um, and Pop has his order memorized. It's like cornbread and chicken and orange slush or whatever. Yeah, and onion rings. Sounds delicious. I'm like, yeah, I'm into that. Uh, and Betty is like, no, no, this is not going to happen. Like, this is unacceptable. All yep. of this is unacceptable. Yep. She's like, I'm going to fix this. I it, got this. She gets right up from the table and walks out. Jughead's and- face is like the most shining beacon of love you will ever see in your <laughs> life. Like as soon as she's like, this is unacceptable. He's like, that's my girl. Yeah. And then she's like, stands up and gives him like a little kiss goodbye. And he looks up at Pop and he's like, how did I get this lucky Pop? Am I right? <laughs> exactly. Like, this girl is great. That's exactly what his expression is. He's just like, that's why I love her. Yep. <laughs> That's my girl. Just keeps getting louder and louder and louder in his mind. It's so I'm like, good. Can you guys just have sex already, please? It's <laughs> nah. gonna be so worth it when it happens. It's I'm true. very excited. Not in this episode, though. They start getting romantic. Come and they on. Always get interrupted. Ugh. They uh, know what we want. We're they're just dangling it in front of us. It's for true. It's true. Three they're just years. Keep you, yeah. Keep God. it dangled out in front of you. Ugh. Then we go to speaking of interruptions, the locker room for the River Vixens. Y'all. Cheryl is wearing a flawless, fabulous underwear combination. Uh, It's like a high-waisted underwear that you can mm -hmm. like barely see the top of. And it's like crazy red bra. I mean, it's red. Hello. But it's like a subtle stitching red. I don't even know. Y'all just have to see it. It's amazing. She looks flawless. So last week we were like. And her locker is like radiating red light. That was cool. I didn't even think about that now that you mentioned it. Last week we had the shower scene though. We were like, okay, not totally gratuitous because it fits in with the story. Well, she's changing. Now we've got Cheryl and she's supposed to be vulnerable in this scene because Betty kind of goes on the attacks. I'm like, "Mm -hmm, okay. Uh, She still felt like fairly powerful to me. Oh, definitely. No doubt. I was like, but was the underwear gratuitous? I'm like, meh. 
Mm. I just wanted it, so I was like, "Ooh, where'd they get?" That? Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's going to <laughs> that's be more like what than people the, watch the, the shows for, Chris. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the time is the clothes. I know. It just reminded me of like '80s movies where there would be scantily clad, attractive ladies because yes. the internet didn't exist. That's yet. a good point. Anyway, just throwing that out there. Yeah, but that's not the point of the scene. The point is that Betty moves in. She says, <laughs> "Listen, like, hey, you help FP, or I'll release the video of your dad shooting Jason." She made a copy. She saved. She a has copy receipts. To Jughead's laptop. Whoa. And Cheryl's like, excuse me? And she's like, yeah, it'll go viral in two seconds. And you she's going to take one click. The darkest, try to get closure then. Yeah, exactly. The darkest moment of your life becoming Ooh. a viral sensation. Cheryl goes, are you threatening me? And Betty like moves in closer. She's like, no. This is fun girl talk. Whew. And then they stare at each other. And then she's like, also, she's like, this is going to be a nice ending to a sad story. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do it. Also, I need the Vixens. Oh, but for she Retro doesn't Night. say that yet. So Cheryl agrees and she says, okay, I'll do it, but you got to delete the video. And right. then Betty says, but Great. I need the also, Vixens. Also, I need the Vixens. Cheryl looks at her with mad respect. She goes, you're a stone cold bitch, Betty Cooper. <gasps> and I wrote, best friends slash respect. And then Betty's like uncomfortable with what she just did, but she's happy that it worked out. And then she leaves and Cheryl literally has a look of pride on her face. True. As you said, this was stolen. I can't remember the user's name. I was flipping through the uh, live reactions on the subreddit, the Riverdale yes. subreddit. And somebody said she finally got the fire out of Betty yes. that she was looking for. I, I like it. I completely agree. So here for it. Yep. Oh my God. Uh, this I was, show's so good, you guys. This is that a was, that powerful was, That episode. was a great scene. That was a oh. precision strike line. Game I loved changer. it. Game changer. Game changer for those two characters' relationships. Definitely. Then we cut to the blue she and She must gold. have a little bit of blossom in her after all. <laughs> I guess Uh-oh. so. Yeah. The best of both worlds. She always, when she does this, reminds me of Alice. When I see yeah. this, I'm like, yes, you are Alice's daughter for sure. That's a good point. Then we cut to the blue and gold. Uh, Jughead and Veronica are chatting. They're like you never, never see them together. together. This yeah. is nice. Definitely nice. Uh, they're like, we're friends. They talk about dads. Yeah. And it's funny because they're, they're like, hey, we're like uh, dating each other. Or, you know, mm-hmm. we're, our best friends are our significant other. You know, whatever. Lol, lol. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, he. They had that one scene in the cafeteria at the end of last season where she was like, because your dad, dad's going to jail and my dad's leaving it. Oh, Remember? Yeah, and they yeah, were like, yeah. oh, I was going to say we're both dating each other's best friends. But OK, that exactly. was that conversation. Yeah. Perfectly summed up. Same thing here. And she's like, uh, do you really think people can change? Like, I don't know if I should give my dad a chance. And Jughead's like, um, Archie's dad almost died. And also my dad's going to prison. So like if your dad is trying literally at all and she's like, OK, I get it. You're right. Yep. Like, I'll give him another chance. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, then we go to the sheriff's office. Uh, Archie is having a little heart to heart with He's Keller. like, Sheriff, I saw solved it you yeah. are welcome i know exactly <laughs> what happened i think it was the same person and i know this is all about me so i'm gonna tell you this it was grundy's abusive ex-husband which is a i was like guess. you know what i didn't even think about that yep. but that's good and sheriff's like <laughs> he says one I, step ahead of you i know this because we're very close right to which sheriff keller's, keller's like, like how do you know mm-hmm. this he's like what can i charge a dead woman with yeah uh creepiness <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and he's like well we were close and he must have found out about me and i was mm-hmm. like oh that's awkward yeah <laughs> and uh all this stuff and he's like yeah we already picked up the ex he has a like airtight alibi and i was listening to our podcast from Season, Last week. Yeah, from, no, from season one of, mm. like, episode four, when mm-hmm. the first thing, this, or episode five or something, when this first came out about Grundy 
And this story, I said originally, the show kind of made you feel like you weren't supposed to believe her in that moment because she was kind mm. of sketchy about the abuse of ex. You didn't know if it was like mm-hmm. a story that she cooked up oh, for sympathy. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, you know what? I'm glad it was a real story. That's fair. And we kind yeah. of found out that it was a confirmed story here. Yeah. Because otherwise, you know, it's like... I'm, I'm very glad oh, People lie about this all the time. I'm like, yeah. no, this was a real thing. So exactly. I'm glad. Good mm-hmm. on you, Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, but doesn't matter because it wasn't him. That's true. Womp. He had an airtight alibi. God, who was it then? We Ar- know it's all about Archie, so who else does he know? It's true. Archie delivers the line. He says, maybe I am going crazy. He's like, I'm the one that gave her that cello bow, he tells the sheriff. And I'm like, That's don't true. you. Don't implicate yourself. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we have a very quick scene at Pops. Uh, Betty hasn't called. And then we cut to court mm. where Cheryl is testifying. She's got a flawless courtroom outfit. Yeah, good. It's like very cool white dress. and black and like crazy ruffles and like mm. total Cheryl. Yep. And she testifies that she has forgiven uh, FP. The judge basically says that's not enough. Yeah. And then Cheryl, after seeing uh, Betty, Betty. like raises her eyebrow and she's like, you better do this. <laughs> Cheryl's like, oh, um, no extenuating circumstances. How about um, my dad threatened him and said that he would hurt Jughead if FP didn't comply with what he was asking for. Is that enough? Extenuating circumstances? Yeah, I overheard it in the study. In the study. Which I'm like, that's true. That happened. Right, exactly. This is only like a half lie. It happened in the jail, but no one overheard it. Mm -hmm. Um, And the prosecution woman is like, oh no. Like when she saw that, she's like, dang, we're not going to get him. Yeah. So upset about it. But anyway, you know, they're like, judge is like, you know what? Let's table this. Um, I think we should take a step back, reevaluate, and then we can revisit the sentencing. Now that we know this critical piece of information that literally could wipe out like years and years and years and years off your sentence. Yes. So that counts as a win. Oh, FP and Jug have a little like cry hug. It's so nice. So sweet. FP, dad of the year. Then we go to Pops. Uh, Betty is getting a little nervous that nobody will no come. No one's at the fundraiser yet, you guys. But guess I would have been there in like two seconds. I mean, me too. But don't worry. There's one very important <laughs> person. She's Alice here. Cooper is here. She's like, I'm here to write a story over like my last root beer. It's going to be called Requiem for Pops. Oh, <laughs> oh my Alice. God. Oh, Alice. Alice. Work, work on your headline. She gets like a, a prime bit. spot with her laptop. She yeah. settles right in. She's like there for it. She's always there for like death, destruction. Like she yeah, feeds off of it. It's she true. loves it. She's like, ooh, there's going to be suffering. Let me in there. <laughs> like I would love to expose it and use this for my own gain. True. She's into it. Yeah. So she's there. Exactly. And yes. people do start showing up. Veronica is serving some shakes. Yeah. And then the pussycats also show up. Well, two of the pussycats at least. Yeah. Valerie's not there. And, uh, uh, Betty shows he goes up to Betty and says, why did you put on social media that the Pussycats would do a free concert at Pops? You know we wouldn't agree to that. And Betty's like, yeah, because I knew if I'd asked you, you would say. And she's like, no, uh, if my mom found out I was here, it would be terrible. And she's like, but now people are expecting a concert and like, I need to perform essentially. And she's like, but we're down a person. Valerie has neurovirus. Valerie, no. <laughs> oh God, Valerie. Feel better, Valerie. Right? We're all thinking about you. R.I.P. Valerie. Uh... <laughs> Like she better still be there. We can't joke about that like <laughs> no, that anymore. But actually, on this show. <laughs> it's like, oh god, Valerie is neurovirus. And Cheryl, meanwhile, on the side is like, I got this. And she's like, I assume if it's a cover, then I'll know the words. Mm-hmm. She says, if I can be, or if you can be a river vixen, I can be a pussycat, right? So true. Also, it, you, I see the standards of the pussycats has gone down I mean, a little Veronica bit. Veronica was in the pussycats Yeah, but that was a second. big deal. Yeah, and now true. this is like, oh, okay, that's well, cool. Well, she did let her be in the river vixens. It's true. So she's going to let her sing a cover, especially of a concert that they didn't even like mean to perform. Yep. Gal, and guess... let's not forget they're attracted to each other and they're going to start dating soon, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> what about Tony Topaz? 
oh, and her love for Cheryl. Forgot about Tony Topet. Maybe a love character triangle. that has not love been triangle. introduced yet that I'm like already shipping because love I'm triangle. interested. Yeah, anyway, there you go. No, Josie's supposed to be with Reggie. I don't know how she's gonna oh, be hooked yeah. up with Reggie. The mayor's daughter is gonna be hanging out with like the town's jingle jangle dealer. <laughs> Come on. I can't get it. Whatever. Right. Okay. Anyway, Sorry, I interrupted. What do they sing? <sighs> Y'all. Then there's a cut. Josie. And the pussycats, which is like Josie, the other pussycat, and Cheryl, are literally on the roof of Pops outside. I don't know how they got up there. There's no ladders. They're on the roof. They are singing Milkshake by Khalees. <sighs> milkshake brings other boys to But they're doing like a very like, fun, poppy version of right? it. It's better than yours. I'm like, when can I get this on iTunes? <laughs> I will listen to this Probably every right day now. forever. It was amazing. <laughs> it was. I wrote, I have died. I have ascended. Like, it was just amazing. It was quite like, It was one cover. of the best things. It was, like, the most exciting thing. <laughs> this whole episode was the most exciting thing, but I was like, whoa, they really brought it for this. They really, amazing. yeah. Amazing. The star value alone of them being on the roof was crazy. <laughs> Everyone's, like, <laughs> out there, you know, on the, I'm, I hesitate to call it a lawn because it's, like, a dirt path. In it's, front the of the, it's like a parking lot, lot. Really. but everyone's out there like having a great time and archie like pops up in the crowd except for like he's really struggling with being at pops where like his father was yeah he's a- having some attempted flashbacks. murder um so he's like coming through the crowd and he's like ugh, ugh. like i'm seeing weird things he's seeing the puddle oh, of blood oh, again God. he comes through the door and just looks down at the ground and he sees roller skates go through a puddle of blood i was like oh, oh yeah Riverdale. exactly gross oh. but like well played it was so good yeah, it was, was like good. yes and he has a quick flash of like his dad being shot on the ground and then yep. it's like you then you hear hey there daddy-o and i'm like a variation of daddy, daddy count number four Uh-oh. or five or six yeah it's veronica she's like i'm so proud of you for coming like how are you doing and he's like i'm just trying to breathe like i'm gonna be okay and she's like all right i'm gonna get you a shake boo mm. and a milkshake too <laughs> hey oh she's well like played, she's babe. like all right sit in this booth i'm gonna get you a milkshake mm-hmm. turns around who is there but mama and papa lodge yup whoa and she's like hey so listen, since this is a new beginning for Pops, and since she had this conversation with Jughead, let's not forget, she's True. like, at least my dad isn't dead or going to jail. True. She's like, okay, this can be a new beginning for us, but you have to promise me total transparency from now on. And then Hiram is like, so happy. Yeah, And Hermione so is so happy. happy. He's like, yes, of course. And he's like, okay, in the spirit of true transparency, can Lodge Industries make a charitable contribution to this cause? And she's like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, the answer is yes. Hello. He doesn't ask. I, mean, I like, think he says it. He says, mm, well, let's uh, make a charitable no, contribution. No, he says, can we do that? Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. And that. then she's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, if you have- I giving up that much control. Yeah, so. it's like, if you have money- yeah. Go ahead and spend it. Exactly. Hey, big spender. So she walks away and the lodges go, have a seat in the booth. Then some Southside serpents come in and Alice is like Tall ready. Boy. <laughs> Tall boy Tall is boy here. and some other friends be there. Yep. <laughs> Alice just, she's typing, she's typing. She looks up, she's like disgusted. She gets her phone out and just starts snapping pics. She's got pics of the serpents. She's got pics of the lodges in the booth. And she's she, just like, she does, everywhere. She doesn't even try to hide it. She no. does not try to photo duel, if you will. There she's you just go. right out there like, bam. I don't think she has a flash on, but she's still openly like, she doesn't have it on mute. So you hear go like, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. She's like the paparazzi of this town. I'm like, oh man. But then we cut to Jughead. Y'all. Bughead, I wrote Bughead are adorable, I die. Yep. And And uh, he's like, buddy, don't worry about it. I'm sure they're just here for Pop's delicious food and the wonderful service, just like 
I am. Ooh. But he does a little finger to the chin and they do a little kiss and it is like the best thing and I'm living Ooh. for it. And then Cheryl is like, ugh, you guys are like, I don't even know because I like was lost in the haze. It was like chimpanzees. It was like chimpanzees like picking lice off each other. It was like, you, stop being gross. <laughs> Give the people what they want. And she says, hey, listen, I lied for you on the stand. Yeah, they're like, all right, here's the flash drive. Hold up your end of the deal. So they give her the flash drive. Thanks, Cheryl. Keep your promise. They're like, okay. Cheryl out. Cool. Uh, And then back to Alice in her Mm. booth, getting the scoop on things. Uh, She sees some jingle jangle exchanges going down in the lot. All of a sudden, we look out the window, and there's Reggie leaning into Moose and Midge's car being like, yo, I got your jingle jangle. (laughs) Alice literally sees like him exchange drugs and take money, and she's like, oh. And then takes more pictures. Then she just takes more pictures. She's not going out. It's like when she was spying on the party of the last weekend. She yeah, was just like, yeah, exactly. She's just there to be an observer. She's yep, not trying she to stop anything bad. On. She's just trying to get it's as true. much information as possible. It's true. It's crazy. She's like, oh, oh my god, I can't believe this. Let me get these pictures. She's like, good thing I've got the 256 gig iPhone. Oh my god, seriously. I'm like, what else does she take pictures of all the time? So then uh, we have a quick cut, and Pops has gathered everybody Aww, together. He makes a little speech and he's thanking betty for putting this whole thing together and he also thanks the lodges for their very generous donation which will get them through any storms they have to weather That's awesome and everyone's like oh wow the lodges hey yep. and then we get a shot of the lodges and before we get into what they say i have to point out hiram lodge wearing an ascot like he's a rich, boss Chris. listen i've seen i've seen a lot of guys wear ascots mark consuelos is the first one where he's I'm fantastic like, you know what this guy makes it work i he love everything about hiram yeah, he's, he's such, fantastic. He's clearly very like he still be, secretive, yeah. but I'm like, oh, I'm so glad he's in town. He shifts gears he's so, so well. He can go from super yes. sweet to like super conniving or it's in the like blink of an he eye. He did something sweet, but really it was actually secretly something mean. Very Riverdale. Or, you know, I'm yeah. like, ooh. Anyway. So, yeah. Then Hermione's like, hey, did uh did I didn't know, know we, we were in the, in the charity, charity business? Like, what's the deal? And he's like, oh, we're not. We own this place now as of five minutes ago. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And she's like, he's like, in exchange for his silence about that, um, Pop is going to stay on as manager. Seems <laughs> also, like a deal. Also, thank you so much for saying that you wrote that letter to Veronica. She Ooh. never would have forgiven me if she knew that I had written it. You have proven your loyalty. Yeah, he's like, again. once again, your loyalty knows no bounds. And then Hermione looks super proud of herself. And I'm like, so that is how she got out of trouble about her affair with Fred Andrews. She, you know what? She's it. like, all right. And you know what? I feel like Hiram values that quote, quote unquote loyalty of yeah. the family like, over whatever disloyalty. I'm like, I don't know how that's different from cheating on him. That's also disloyalty, but whatever. So he's, they're good now. He's one of these guys where it's like more of a, business family business thing. yeah exactly yeah, that's true I, you know, I don't know i'm like oh hermione you have played it so well exactly she's but poor paid. veronica got lied to again <sighs> true i mean she's got i mean she was she's upset gonna have about a tough that. road in this season yeah i'm like yeah. oh man so i mean hermione is like a, a good equal to Hiram. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, oh, she's it's, a player. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard when, like, someone comes in and you're like, oh, Hiram Lodge, like, he's crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy. Like, oh, what's he going to do? Oh. Yep. But, like, she, I feel like she matches him Definitely. very well. Definitely. It's not like he came back to town and she, like, wilted back into nah. the, like, trophy wife role. It's like she clearly never held that. She clearly was, like, always as fierce and always as conniving as he, he was. Equal partners. Like, I like that. And the 
there's a little bit of that in Veronica too. Hello. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm like, yeah, she's her parents. She's trying daughter, to dial it back, sure. and she's yes. kind of dialed it back last season. Now they're like bringing it out in her again. Mm, I don't know. Mm, we'll Will that see. ex-boyfriend bring it out in her? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, then we cut to the. <laughs> they're sitting in the booth, yeah. everybody together, and then the Archie. Core four. Yeah, Archie's like, so Veronica, should I introduce myself to your dad? And she's like, no, <laughs> please don't do that. <laughs> but in a nice way, of course. She's like, I think you've slain enough dragons for the day. Like, let's leave that for never. I mean, later <laughs> sometime. And Jughead's like, wait, y'all, was this like a win for the good team? Did the good guys for the win? Go- did the good guys win? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, except for the fact that the Hodge Lodge Industries owns Pops now, but let's forget that. Yeah, they'll realize early in the next episode. That- I'm sure. And Jughead's like, thanks to Betty. I'm like, Oof. hey. That's my girl. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see... And even Archie's feeling a little bit better. Wait, just kidding. He's <laughs> taking a peek at Dilton Doily, who's waiting for him outside the restaurant. Y'all, Dilton Doily always looks sketchy. Yeah. But he always looks like he's like 13 also. That's true. He does look very young. So you're like, what is this kid's I kind of like his role. Like he's Me too. He's a crazy guy, though. It's very so interesting. So he is, as we all know, the known gun freak Yep. Who was like who fired the shot on the fourth of July because he thinks people need to learn how to defend themselves with guns. And Archie, boob, <laughs> Very beautiful, convenient. sweet, stupid yeah. Archie got an inception that he needed a gun from Reggie. So yeah. I think we all know where this is going. True. Then we go uh, to the we go to Thistle House, Thistle House again. I'm into the name of Thistle House. I like it. It's a cute name. Uh, Cheryl shows her mom the murder video and she's like, Mom, maybe you'll get some closure if you see your husband the love of your life killing your son. I don't know how that would bring you close, closure, uh, yeah. but there you go. I was like, wow, that is powerful. Yep. Then we get to the Pembroke where uh, the lodges are returning. This made me so mad, you guys. Yep. A doorman comes over, but he's like a nice... It's not Smithers. Good looking, a good looking like young doorman that kind of looks like hey, trying Hiram to... a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like he right, looks like right. very similar. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, did you all have a nice night? And... <laughs> Veronica's like, um, excuse me, like who this? Who are you? <laughs> who this? Where Smithers? And he's like, oh, uh, did I not tell you Smithers, um, quote unquote, mother was sick, so he went overseas to go care he for her. He doesn't say it. He says it very matter of factly. He says, oh, her mother, his mother's sick, and he's going overseas to care for her. I was like, that but is a load of hooey. We know that that's a Somebody lie. had some poison in their soup, and that Hiram put there. What? Uh, that's what I think. You think he killed him? No, I don't okay. think he killed him. I think he poisoned his mom so he would fly back. Oh, I think he just fired him and made that up. Yeah, you're probably Yeah. Right. Oh, what if like Veronica finds him and they start having secret meetings about what his father was really like Ooh. back in the day because Smithers has known him for forever. Be good. <gasps> I was like, okay, this is crap. Clearly, like he just wanted someone that was in his pocket who would tell yeah, him exactly. where Veronica was going and who was coming to visit her because Smithers would not do that because Smithers was protecting Veronica over Hiram and over Hermione. Correct. So now he has someone that's going to report to him. Yep, in his pocket. Veronica. I'm like, girl, you need to move. True. Get but, out of there. Move to we, Thistle House. <laughs> it's true. Then we go back to uh, FP's trailer where Jughead's living. Oh. And FP calls Jughead on the phone and says, you Son, Pe- you done messed up. Yep. You asked Penny Peabody for help. Did you pay her? And Jug's like, no, I didn't pay her. Like, no I, doubt she I said it was a favor. And he goes, listen, don't contact her again. You do not want to be in bed with a snake charmer. He was like, if she reaches out, do not respond. Literally have no contact with her ever again. Do not 
pass go do not collect two hundred dollars <laughs> do not do it and poor jughead is like freaked out poor jughead okay so like I guess this makes sense why the character of Tony Topaz is like showing him the ropes because he's literally like fumbling his way through all of this because like I don't he doesn't like get to call his dad at the jail every time something happens with the serpents first he was like hey yeah, so. try to find out if someone shot Fred and then they beat up someone with brass knuckles and yeah. put him in the trailer even though it wasn't him yeah that backfired and he was like that's not what I meant then they said they, he was like we should break my dad out of jail and they're like no go talk to this lawyer instead and yeah. then FP is like what you did that oh my god you've been, made a terrible mistake and Jughead's like what what like how i don't know i was just doing what people told me to do like yeah. i'm confused so no very true he's not been doing very well no nah, he's been having there. a rough go lately yeah for sure. things have been working out so far but like not very well gen like yeah underneath the fact that like things are going okay it's like everything is chaotic very true and uh, speaking of not going so well at pops alice is packing up her bag getting ready to go she says she's dropping a bunch of bombs yep bomb dropping she's like oh betty hey guess what she goes hey uh did you know that a bunch of drug deals went down here bomb drop also do you think that Hiram is good for pops he did not do this for good reasons bomb drop and then oh by the way the serpents have come to the north side and now they have a toehold here so great job bomb drop yeah she's like Riverdale's answer to Scarface yeah Hiram she's like Lodge. if you believe Hiram Lodge did this for altruistic purposes I have a bridge to sell you <laughs> lol Alice ha ha <laughs> she goes because of you crime now has a haven in Riverdale great job Betty I'm like what are you doing guys lest we forget the bricks were thrown through during the Riverdale riots like, you already know what it is like they're gonna be there it's already coming came to uh, pops all the time I don't, I don't know what I don't Whatever. know also like Alice what I thought you and Betty were like kind of close now why is she like Betty you stupid season two you know drama that's crazy I, I guess that's just Alice Cooper yeah I think it is uh that's she, my girl <laughs> Alice Cooper only goes along with whatever if Betty if she's if Betty is making the decisions that she wants her to yeah, and in this true. case, she's not doing that. So anyway, point. bottom line. She out. has stopped trying to control her, but instead she's doing the tactic of like, you're making all these mistakes and I'm going to point them out to you until you start asking me for That's advice true. again. The old Alice is back. Yeah. Uh, and So bottom line, you screwed up, Elizabeth. <sighs> uh, then we go to Sweetwater Bridge where... What ha everybody? What Spoiler we were alert! You already know what it is. Archie gets the gun from, from Dylan, Dylan Doily. Doily. He's like, "This is just to protect myself." He's like, "Sure, whatever you whatever say." Whatever you say, I'm Archie. Like, but He's it like, is. Dylan what is so like, I don't care what you say. Right? I know. He's like, "You could murder our entire school. That's fine with me." <laughs> oh I'm like, what? God. You know? I'm like, that what? Is, that is kind of the vibe. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's just like, like, also, where's this kid getting guns? I don't is know. that is there a gun trade in Riverdale that we don't know about? <laughs> Apparently so. There's every other wait bad until thing. the the jingle jangle and the guns start seeping up from the south side, <laughs> the north side. Exactly. Now that the serpents have a toehold, it pops. Yeah. Goodness gracious. The, the jingle jangle is the jingle going through the street, taking hold of the town. Yeah. So uh, speaking of. But like they're like, oh, okay, Jughead comes in at the narration. He's like, Archie can finally sleep now that he like feels yeah. protected with the mm -hmm. gun. Um, but he's gonna wake up next morning to a living nightmare. And There's then, a little like cup denouement scene at the end here. We see Moose and Midge in a car doing some jingle jangle. Mm, jingle jangle, yum. <laughs> Babe. No. It's pixie sticks. Do not no, it's not yum, it's jingle dangerous narcotics. Although no. Did we? I Is don't Riverdale think we, Good does not endorse Jingle Jangle. Right. I don't think we mentioned that Reggie, when 
Archie was like, what does it do? He was like, it'll keep you up in more ways than one. And then he <laughs> winked at him and, <laughs> and gave him also, a nudge that was like, oh. Yeah, gave yeah. him a little like fist puff thing. Like, like um, cocaine whoa. mixed with Viagra, I guess, I guess is what it is. So. Have, For women also, it's safe. I'm like, what? I have <laughs> so, no idea. But anyway, I can't wait it looked to, like they had. I cannot yeah. wait until we get the scientific explanations of, of what, what Jingle Jingle, jingle, jingle is. is. I'm sure Sheriff Keller will tell us I'm in the sure next episode. But uh, so, you know, they drove out. It looked like they were like there to hook up and they just like took some jingle jangle in this like car with the headlights on in this abandoned mm-hmm. forest to like have some fun like raucous sex because they're like experimental and crazy <laughs> yeah. and they're teenagers and uh they start making out on the car after they do their pixie sticks of jingle jangle what <laughs> and uh but uh who's this and we're who's like this? oh is this sheriff keller walking Literally, up behind them my mom told me to never go somewhere and park in a car to like hook up with people really because that is when you're murdered and y'all, that's what happened. That's what happened here. The masked man comes. What? Brings his gun. Told y'all, same outfit, so we know it's the same guy. Yep, and just shoots these two what? innocent he, teenagers. He just comes around the from the back of the car, like randomly, yep. out of the mist, holding a gun to his side, like dum da dum da dum da dum. Like goes around. They have the windows rolled down because, like, it's a nice night. I don't know. And he just like whips up. They look over. He just like whips up the gun, and at point blank range, just fires like three or four shots, and then like the dashboard gets like splurted with blood and then yep. he just leaves if i recall it's like shot what? for shot uh homage to zodiac which is mm. a great underrated david fincher movie if you haven't seen it uh so yes midge and moose have been shot what the killer strikes again i assume Second they're both dead i'm like they cast midge for two seconds for them to bring her on for her yeah, to die exactly. although i will say moose took the brunt of the hit because he was on the side of the car and his body kind of fell forward so i feel like yeah, I if know. he had gotten hit a couple times although you can get shot and not die hello fred andrews also yeah. although he shot multiple times whereas fred he only shot one time it's true and, but fred didn't die so maybe he's like clearly i made a mistake not shooting more than once i'm just gonna really shoot these kids until they die yep also the song and that's then, playing right now must be the season of the witch. Really? Yeah. Did you not hear no. that? No. Yeah. I and didn't know that's what that was called. The people on the live chat are like, oh, is this a Sabrina nudge? Is this a little Watch uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge Well, were they on the Greendale? They weren't on the Greendale side. They were on Riverdale side. I don't know. I don't know where Interesting. they were. This guy is crossing the bridge all over the place. Question. Oh, God. Is Riverdale good? This episode was amazing. This. While I was watching it, I knew every scene was going to be good. This episode was what I, at least, was looking for. Yeah, As, what I want like, out of season two is the, literally this episode. Pretty much right out of the gate, I was like, here it is. Yeah. This is what you ordered. This is what this, you came for. When Yesterday, I was like, oh, Entertainment Weekly called it the campy uh, horror it's thriller. It's perfect. It's perfect. And in the it's first so episode, good. I was like, I don't know. I'm not seeing it. And then this episode, I was like, I'm seeing it. I completely agree. Yeah. I think that's a perfect first way to describe it. First episode was like groundwork it. lay. This episode was like, here we go. It's, Y'all along for the ride. And I'm like, yes, I am. I never want to get off this ride. It's they, so good. They dialed everything. They 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 did it. They did the thing I wanted them to do, which was they the scene in the very beginning mm. of the diner where there's swooping in and everything's intense. When I saw the camera go in on Archie mm. when Weatherby was saying it, when uh, uh, Betty had her in your face moment with Cheryl. Yeah, the locker it, glowing red. The locker glowing all red. All that stuff. Everything's so intense. The lines Archie's were had, on point. Like yep. every piece of dialogue was good. You never know people's motivations. The whole like... 
Hermione saying, oh, I wrote the letter. Hiram being like, thanks for writing the letter. Oh, we yeah. didn't donate. Oh, we own this place now. Like so many things at play. And so it was. And you never know what's going to happen, which is what I love about the show. Crazy, twisty, turny. There were a couple points where I was like, whoa, okay. Like. Well, but, uh, but this is what I said that I was afraid of. I was like, I want twists and turns, but I don't want them to feel, I don't want them to feel expected, but I don't want them to be too far that you're like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like this episode did a good job of that where you mm-hmm. were like, because when Hermione was like, I wrote the letter, I was like, oh man, I can't believe she wrote the letter. Like that fits so well with everything and then you get to the end and she actually didn't write the letter and you're like yeah. what that fits so well with everything right and they're like oh i know why she did that so that's really cool there's some point get that some points where they're flirting with i'm like oh i don't know that might yes. be too much but it's fitting all right now the music was on point the lines yes. were on point yes it the was visuals. funny it was dramatic Amazing. it was self-referential it was dad daddy like <laughs> it had everything this club had everything this episode is everything so good Oh my goodness. So, where's the darkness in Riverdale? This is something that I brought up at the end of the episode. I'm just glad they brought back that question. Jughead's talking about yes, it Yes, I'm like, finally, they know, you already know what it is. Yeah, great music, great suspense. Um, I was like, is the murderer... I love this theory. ...trying to rid the town of darkness? Is this like a vigilante justice quote unquote murderer because let's break it down so in reverse order so these we are have kids two kids doing, doing drugs and they're like stop trying to bring these drugs into the town i'm yep. gonna kill you mm-hmm. there is a predatory teacher that mm-hmm. clearly like it's preyed on archie and is still abusing young kids yep murdered i'm like yeah okay mm-hmm. i get it i see it fred andrews this is a little bit harder yeah he didn't kill him though that's true. Was this a that, warning shot? So that's one of the biggest questions. Did he intend to kill Fred or not? Right. He obviously didn't intend to kill Archie because he had the chance and didn't right. take it. I let, Let's not forget that... Uh, you think it's about the deal with the Lodges? That he didn't pull out of the deal? That he didn't sell? Well, didn't he have some sort of deal with somebody? Like, I think... Fred may have made a transaction that he didn't tell Archie about that may have gotten him in some Fred sort of... Fred had a DUI. In, uh huh. I don't know. That's I don't, a bad I don't, thing he did. I don't think that would be enough for the killer <laughs> yeah, to kill true. him. But maybe I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. There. That could but be. But yeah, it, I, he was like, no, I'm not going to sell my shares. I'm going to stay in business with Lodge Industries. Yeah. Which is kind of like a little bit sketchy. I think there's something he did. But, First of all, I think they may have written that the final episode of last season is like a cliffhanger, not quite knowing where to go right. with it. So it wouldn't surprise me if they kind of patched that up by saying, oh, well, I did this thing and it was bad and that ties into the rest of the murders, right. which are these murdering immoral stuff. That would be such an interesting twist. I would love to see it. I would love to see how Jughead handles that. You know, this yeah. guy who's often thinking about that question. Whew, that would be good. That would be a lot. It'd be kind of heavy, but... I don't know if it'd be that heavy. I don't know if it'd be too, too heavy it for stay Riverdale. I wonder consistent like that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, also... Are, is someone going to die at the end of every episode? Now, that's now my the question, question too. Is like, until they catch this guy. I'm like, well... They're probably going to I like, don't think so. Well, I think they're going to start dialing it back. Probably. I would think so. Yeah. You can only do that so many times until you're like, what? Like, well, so you think of Scream so, Queens. There were only like, what, seven episodes? Like, you, you that's have too true. many episodes to it, keep doing this. What happens is you start running out of people to kill and you start running out of time and you've got to start revealing things about the murderer. Right. So they'll probably, you know, I don't There's know. There's now there a ticking be... clock because it's like, okay, they killed someone. Oh, but it wasn't related and it was on the other side of mm-hmm. town and like, and the murder was different. And now two teenage kids have been shot, presumably right. murdered. Right. And we have to From remember, the right side of the tracks. And now we know that it's connected and we saw in the scenes for next week, it's like, oh, he calls himself like the black hooded figure or whatever. He calls himself the black hood. 
Okay. Is a thing. So like now he has an MO. Now right, everybody exactly. has to look now out he's for a him. Serial killer. So now right. He's now it's a whole thing. Town. So there's more of a ticking clock on this. Whereas before they were like, oh, it's probably not related. Like violence right. happens. And now we've had the thought of like, oh, how many people is he going to kill? Right. Who's going to be next? So now it really doesn't Sounds matter like it, if he kills anyone more because we're tuning in for the next couple episodes right. anyway to see if that's going to happen because it's possible. The ga- it's the Game of Thrones technique oh, to get you to keep tuning in. Who's going to die next? Uh, so, love <sighs> the intensity. Great music, great suspense. I, I don't think it's possible to fully convey like how I just, like, it again. we were about this episode. Yeah, I could watch. Both it again, of us too, fell on the floor the first time we yeah. watched it. Like from sheer like my body just could not handle how amazing this episode was. Just picture both of us lying on the floor. That was pretty just much face down our on the reaction. ground. Just dead. Just not dead actually from this murdered. Episode. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> felt like it. Exactly. <laughs> metaphorically of yes course. naturally but holy cow i think we were just blown away oh, and i hope so they keep good. it up for the rest of it it was campy it was fun it was dramatic it was oh. dark it was intense it was i'll be talking about this episode for a long time <sighs> yeah nighthawks i didn't <sighs> r.i.p so chapter 10 is favorite episode i know now lots it's chapter weekend. 15 nighthawks yeah let's see what happens i guess next it's increments week. of five what was episode five i don't remember um part of darkness I just listened to the. I was starting to listen to that podcast again today to get myself. That was a pretty good one. That was pretty good. good. Anyway, join us next time for Chapter Sixteen: The Watcher in the Woods. The Watcher in the Woods. Follow us on Twitter at Casual Critic Pod. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Casual Critics Podcast. You can always reach us at Casual Critics Podcast at gmail.com. Rate nerd out with us about how great this episode. Yeah, exactly. Feel free and rate and review us on iTunes. That helps us get the word out about the show. We will see you next week, Chapter Sixteen: Watcher in the Woods. Is the Watcher in the Woods the Black Hood? I or is it someone good? Know. Is it a good Samaritan? Uh, or is it the murderer? I don't know. We about to find out next week. Tune in next week. We'll find out. Yep. Uh, get some rest. Rehydrate. Oh if we're going to keep Seriously, up the pace like this, some Gatorade. it's going to get intense, folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Next week. Yay. Bye. Bye.